Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Marissa Streit is on the show with me today. I'm so glad to finally get her here. She's a former public school educator and an administrator. She is serving as the CEO of Prager University and has been for the past 10 years. But her most important role is the mother of three elementary school-aged children. We're going to spend today talking about what in the world is happening to our children, the push of the medical establishment to push transgenderism on our children and to transition them. And we're going to talk about what you can do about the sexualization of children in the government schools. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for tuning in today. As many of you know, I just started a brand new Bible study over at MomStrong International. We are going to spend the month of February talking about the irreplaceable role of mothers in the lives of their children. So if you want to be encouraged in your motherhood, I know a lot of you guys are tired. I know a lot of you are uh, at the jumping off place and maybe you're brand new to homeschooling or you're looking at your role as a mother with new lenses in a new light. And so this study is for you. We're going to spend the entire month talking about how you can be used of God to nurture your children, body, soul, mind, and spirit. So check that out at momstronginternational.com. All right, you guys, I am thrilled, and I mean it, to have Marissa Streit on the show with me today. You guys know that I'm a super fan of Prager University and all that they are doing to bring uh, really education and a truth into the public square, into the media And I've been following Marissa for a long time. And recently, she's been making some videos that are just straight fire. And so I reached out to her to see if she could come on the show and talk to me about the passion that drives Prager University and what is happening to our children. And she has really blessed me by accepting that invitation. Hey, Marissa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait for this discussion. Well, it's an important discussion because our children are our future. You know, we keep hearing the left talk about, you know, the natural resources and climate change, and we're screaming and yelling about all kinds of things in the left mainstream media, but our greatest natural resource is our children, and they've taken direct aim at it. You know what? The left has started attacking our children, and this is why I believe the mama bears are waking up. Yeah. It's so important. So let's let's jump into this because you and I have been talking, you know, before the show and I should have recorded it because it was straight fire. So <laughs> uh, but you are you're a mom. I mean, that's the first thing you did. You are the creator of Prague University, which I heard you say started in your kitchen. Yeah. Like all really good things. Yes. But um, tell me about the, the passion. What drives you? Because I want my audience to sort of get a feel for who you are and the passion and heartbeat behind Prager University. So Prager, you started for me when I was an educator. And so I have a master's in education. I taught every grade, kinder through seventh grade here at the belly of the beast in California. Uh, I remember back then some of the things that I thought was outrageous was this issue of climate change. They were pushing this Al Gore inconvenient truth curriculum on us in the schools. Um, There was a lot of, um, you know, just this kind of different wave of feminism. It has taken a whole nother level now, but this kind of like anti-women uh, mm-hmm. anti-motherly, like you don't want to, you don't want to be a mom. You want to have a career, right? After yeah, eighth wave feminism. That's what I call it. This is the eighth wave of feminism. We liked the original women's suffrage. Right. Good. Right. Eighth wave feminism. Not yeah, good. Fell off the cliff type of right. feminism where it ha- is out. Now we hate men. Anti-women, right? It's so, <laughs> yes. But for me, it started there. And and back then I was in my 20s. I was an educator. I then became a head of a school and I started seeing all that stuff. I remembering, I remember talking to my colleagues and 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 we were just frustrated because they were teachers that we really need to let go of 
We wanted to yeah. fire them, but we couldn't fire them because, you know, the, the union, the unions. And so you would mm. put them in an eraser room where they would sit and watch, you know, on their iPads all day, but you couldn't get, let them go. And I would say, how is it that you can fire a bad plumber and you can't fire a bad teacher sitting in front of these fourth and fifth graders and they would right. just be terrible. And so that was a great awakening for me. Um, and then somebody connected me with Dennis Prager uh, and Dennis Prager had this idea. He said to me, you know, Marissa, I feel like America is becoming sicker and yep. education has gotten us into this mess and education is going to get us out of this mess. And so we have penicillin for the mind. We have medicine for the mind. But if we don't cure Americans to think differently, if we don't teach them what America is about, America is going to become sicker and sicker. And so mm-hmm. we have this, I, these ideas, this medicine how do we get this to young people? Um, and so at that point in time, I made a transition in my career from being a pure educator in a school to being an educator online and using technology. We would say this was kind of like a David versus Goliath. We had this slingshot of, of the Internet to reach you know people, anybody who has a screen, any, anybody who has access to the Internet. Let's try to teach them. Let's try to serve them with great ideas so that they can think differently and make better life decisions. PragerU has never been about politics. It's about ideas and values and, and, and essentially what are the concepts that help life work, right? What makes mm-hmm. people happier and more fulfilled? And we started with the five minute videos. And so when we say it started in my kitchen, we had no office. It was Dennis Prager, it was Marissa Strite, and it was Alan Estrin. The three of us couldn't be more different, by the way. I don't know if I have enough time to describe how different Dennis, Marissa, and Alan are. Uh, just a funny thing is I love to take hot baths. Alan likes to take freezing ice showers. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a cold plunger. Totally. So we're totally different. But I think that's what makes of a great team is that, you know, mm-hmm. we're diverse in some ways, and but we're united through our values. Um, mm-hmm. And so we took the wisdom that Dennis Prager had, uh, and frankly, also Alan Estrin, who is part of this enterprise in a very significant way. And really, the concept of using both education and media to get to millions of young people and started in my kitchen. Dennis would do his show, but I have been running prayer use, you know, over the last 11 years. And, you know, fast forward 11 years later, we now have 120 employees. I like to call us um, maybe the PBS of the normals, right? (laughs) We don't take any government funding. We're not woke whatsoever. We provide broccoli for a child's brain or for a human's brain, Uh, not garbage. (laughs) Not garbage. Uh, yeah. And th- yeah. And so that's essentially what we do. We've been truly blessed by doing good. Yeah. Well, and truly, I mean, you you kind of alluded to one of the major success factors in all this stuff, and that's you don't take money from the government. I've been out here screaming and yelling. People are talking about school choice. I just ran for Congress pretty darn close to won that primary. Hmm. And one of the main things I was talking about was the need to keep government out of education. And so the moment we start saying I understand how it has to be in the public schools, right? Because there will all, the public school system, unfortunately, will always exist. And that's fine. If, like, you, you know, I'm all for the money follows the backpack, right? If it doesn't work for you in this school district, then pull your kid out and put them in another one. But in terms of private schooling, and especially in the homeschool movement, of which I've been a leader for 20 some odd years, uh, once the, the, the nose of the government is under the tent of homeschooling, you're not going to get it out. 
And they're going to want some level of accountability. The same thing is true with an organization like Prague University with uh, mine, with, with my nonprofit, which is Friendly Planet Family. We never take money from the government. And there's a, a good reason for that. You know, it's such an interesting discussion because many folks have asked me, is PragerU going to get accredited? And one of my fears in getting an accreditation is essentially once uh, this is even worse than money, right? Because you know what you have to go through I, yep. with accreditation. You know, you have to comply with, you know, ESG and, you know, DEI and all of these new acronyms that we hate, yeah. whether it's diversity, equity and inclusion or envi- environmentally and socially governed. Uh, right. In many cases, right. critical race theory. I don't want any of that stuff. I want to be able to teach all the good stuff, the, you know, without the government's control. and Without the alphabet mafia the, chasing right. you down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so we have actually shied away from this goal of getting accredited. You know, really the value of PragerU is freedom, right? You get, yeah. the, you have the freedom to choose what it is that you want to learn. Uh, it's it, it's it's on you to select the topic that you're interested in, whether you're in kindergarten or or and in, in a parent is supervising over over the child, or if you're an adult. We don't want the accreditation of the government telling us what needs to be taught. You look at the government schools. I don't call them public schools. They're government schools. That's me too. Which essentially are controlled by the most powerful group possibly in the world. And that uh, those are the, the teachers. NEA. Union, right. Yeah. The teachers unions, the NEA or any of the other unions, they are so powerful and they are left wing indoctrination centers. I mean, I can mm-hmm. read to you what their platform stands mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's mind boggling. And so it is one yeah. of the reasons why we don't want to have any affiliation, not with the government, not with the accreditation uh, groups. You know, we just want to be able to teach truth. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think it's and honestly, the results speak for themselves. You know, people come to me and say, well, aren't you worried? You know, here I've your Heidi St. John has homeschooled, you know, seven children. And every once in a while, people say, well, what are your kids doing? Did they ever did they have a hard time getting out to the real world? Nope. They're having kids of their own. They're they're entrepreneurs. They're successfully employed. They're actually giving back to society. And the results speak for itself. I don't need your, you know, your, uh, your seal of approval, which is what accreditation right. is. It's like, let me give you the seal of approval of the woke left indoctrination centers known as the public schools. I don't need that. I don't need it from the teachers association. And frankly, I don't value it anymore because we see what's coming from it. And I say we, we become again, results driven. Speaking of results driven, please tell me that you saw the transgender figure skater who was Norway's, you know, shining star go out onto the, the ice and obviously not be able to skate. Right. right. Well, they hired her based on the criteria of victim bingo, right? It's just, right. Mean, victim, victim bingo. bingo. And so <laughs> that's why they hired her. And I actually posted this on Instagram because this victim bingo status or criteria uh, by which many of these woke institutions are selecting people is so scary to me. I mean, we can laugh about this ice skater falling. And, and But really, how scary is that, that this is becoming a criteria that medical schools are using, right? 100%. Imagine your brain surgeon being selected based on victim bingo. 
right? Imagine your, your school teachers being selected based on the criteria of victim bingo or your pilots, right? But this is the world we're moving into. It's not about mm-hmm. merit. It's not about people's capability. Not about talent. It's not about anything. It's just about how oppressed they might be. Mm-hmm. And based on that is how we should, you know, reward yeah. them. I, I mean, it's it's so scary. Um, you know, as yeah. you were talking about your kids being homeschooled, can I share something personal with you? Uh, and yeah. Admit, so I, wa- I want to admit in, that I've been wrong about something for the majority of my life. And that was that I was indoctrinated to think that kids who are homeschooled are weird and can't. Some of them are. Right. We're all weird. Right. (laughs) We can't really integrate into society. And like all of those comments that you were making that really kind of like brought me back to who I was a few years ago when I was thinking that. And so now I uh, run a company with 120 employees, and I, 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 I can tell you without any doubt that my absolute best employees are kids who were homeschooled. And I was mm. wrong about that. And I, I, I'm actually proud to admit how wrong I was about it. I think people should hear that because some of the things that I've identified with these kids who've been homeschooled are that they can associate with with peers who are not of the same yep. range that they are. They can talk to folks that are 20 years older than them and 20 years younger than them. And they are doing just, they, they can just do just fine uh, where, you know, government school kids seem to only be able to relate to kids who are exactly in the same grade. Yeah. They are oftentimes. I mean, the other thing is that they're, they're, they're critical thinkers in a way that I don't see students who are coming out of other schools or mm-hmm. general schools they're able to problem solve. They're able to manage their time. They're not waiting for me to tell them what to do every step of the way. Um, It's just such an incredible difference. And so, uh, you know, I, I, this might be the first time that I'm admitting this publicly, but I was totally (laughs) wrong about homeschool kids and I apologize. Well, it's interesting because I, I came to that same conclusion when I decided to homeschool our oldest daughter, pulled her out of a public school just South of Portland, Oregon. And I, I remember telling my husband, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get into the homeschool movement because I spent the last 10 years, you know, 10 years of my life making fun of homeschoolers. Like, those are the people that you make fun of. Mm-hmm. Those are the people, the weird people that, you know, are going to keep their kids away from, the, you know, regular society. And I had to do just a real, I mean, it really, it was God that got a hold of my heart wow. that it was just like, hey, you know, there's a better way for your family. And I mean, we're watching the numbers uh, in the homeschool movement exploding. Right. They are just growing exponentially. And as you and I were just talking about, the results are speaking for themselves. And so I always tell parents, don't listen, you know, to all the naysayers. I can't tell you, Marissa, how many people made fun of me when I pulled my daughter out of public school. I imagine school. I would have been one of those people probably. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I took it because I was, a, I, I was dishing it out. <laughs> so I was like, listen, I called myself the accidental homeschooler. Like I never, I was just like, why would a woman in her right mind, right, right uh, stay home with her kids, you know, 24 hours a day when a little yellow bus come take them away for free right. and you can go get a workout, get yourself a latte, go to the right. grocery store in relative peace, right. you know. And and what I discovered in homeschooling my kids was that the education community had lied to me. They told me that I wasn't smart enough to teach my own child how to read. I mean, how how screwed up is it that we think that we're not capable of teaching third grade math? Right. right. Didn't we just graduate from your illustrious public school system? Shouldn't we be able to teach basic math, basic reading, basic writing? But they've indoctrinated an entire generation, in fact, generations of people to believe that only the elite can do that. Only the educators can do that. And what the homeschool movement is proving 
is that that's not true at all. And and we have a tremendous opportunity right now to figure out, hey, where is my child bent and fold them along the bend, right? Figure out what your gifting is, what your what is your passion, and then watch our kids uh, move into that. I want to to tackle the National Educators Association with you, my arch nemesis. I you know came up against them running for Congress. This is an evil organization, yes. and. When people say to me, it's no, it's not. It's the teachers union. They love children. No, they love their agenda. They don't love children. This has nothing to do with their love of children. It has everything to do with them wanting to push a leftist agenda onto children. And they've been very successful. And you were just telling me that you have the new NEA platform. I read their platform. I think it was three years ago I read the platform here. I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm super excited. You have it in front of you because people tell me the NEA is not that big of a deal. The public schools don't have an agenda. Parents will write into me and they're going to do it after they see this show. Parents are going to write into me and say, Heidi, 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 right. calm down. My child's in a wonderful public school in, in Timbuktu, Oklahoma, and they're doing just fine. And none of this stuff is in our school. And I'm here to tell you, yes, it is. And it's coming in through. Find me a teacher at your school uh, that's involved in the NEA. It'll take you all 30 seconds. And I can tell you it's in your school. So what's going on with the NEA? Well, let me just start by saying do not calm down because this is our time. Really. Yes. If you're listening on. to this and you have kids in schools, whether they're in a private school or a government school, do not calm down. Your antenna needs to go up. I have never yep. seen it as bad as it is today. And the more we calm down, the more we sit idly by, the more power they garner, Thank the you. more we lose. And so, yeah. you know, do not calm down. And if this might help as I read to you some of the things that are on the agenda. But it, what you said, rem, you said something that reminded me of a speech that was given by the lead attorney for the NEA in 2009, where he admittedly said that the teachers unions are not about kids and they're not about educators. They're about power. They've always said that it's about power. They've admitted that it's about power. And so my attack is not on teachers. Hey, I have a master's in education. Yes. I'm an educator myself. There are, there are incredible teachers out there. There are incredible teachers out there who don't support the NEA or the teachers union's agenda and for some reason are still members of the teachers unions because mm -hmm. they have been sold a, a bill of fear. They have yes. been told that if not if they're not going to be part of the teachers unions, they're not going to be protected. They're going to be sued. And that is not true. And then That's the right. other reason why many, many of them are still members is because they don't know that they have the right to opt out. And one of the things that Governor Ron DeSantis recently just did is that he made it mandatory for the teachers unions to notify the teachers before they charge them for membership as and make sure that teachers know that they can opt out. And so this is our moment. If you're a teacher and you're listening to this, this is your moment to opt out. And if you're a parent, this is your moment to inform everybody around you, every mom around you, every dad around you, every grandma around you, that this is a time to fight against this evil because they're not just evil. They're very, very powerful. If you live in a state like California, you should know that the teacher, teachers unions make or break local politicians. And that is very, very significant. I mean, they between the voter blocks, I remember when I was an educator, they would show up and they will tell us who to vote for. That's would right. Offer to drive us to the ballots and assist us as if we can, like, you know, commute and assist us in figuring out who is a teacher friendly candidate. Um, and so here is the uh, 
This is from the, by the way, if anybody wants, you can find this online or you can DM me. I'm on Instagram. I can send you this. So, you know, I think it's important that people can see in their own eyes that I'm not making this up. Um, What is the publication? Is it NRA Today? What what are you reading from? This is, uh, yes, this is the NRA Today. This is from uh, the summer of 2022. And so this is basically their bylaws and standing rules and what they are, you know, basically what's on the agenda. There are many, many uh, pieces out of here, but I'd like to highlight some of them. For some reason, the first line on the agenda is to advocate for the Palestinians, which is very bizarre because I don't understand why. <laughs> I mean, you got to wonder whether there is a nefarious cause here. Like why the number one piece on the American <laughs> Teachers Union's packet is uh, to advocate for Palestinians. Uh, I mean, you have to you have to laugh at, at this stuff. I mean, it's it's so devastating. If you don't laugh, you're going to cry. I mean, if you really realize. Really, how about advocating for American kids? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here are our own kids can't read, can't write, can't spell. Right. In Oregon, you don't even have to pass a proficiency exam in our public schools. You don't have to be proficient in or in reading, writing or mathematics to graduate from an Oregon public school right now. Yeah. But hey, let's go ahead and advocate for what's happening in Palestine. Let's do that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm sure you've all heard me talk about MyPillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new MySlippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop them. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made of quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering $90 off his new MySlippers. The MySlippers are so comfortable, you're going to want to get some for the whole family. And in fact, that's what we did. Every single member of the St. John family got them for Christmas. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Heidi. You'll get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and the MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-447-0541 and use the promo code Heidi. The next thing we have here is, uh, you know, abortion, making sure that all kids and teachers have access to abortion and information about the importance of that. Right. Uh, You know, NB 37 COVID vaccines and masks. Let me just read this out to you. The NEA will work with state affiliates to support a national policy of mandatory masking and COVID vaccines in schools okay this was no 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 heck to the no number 39 asylum for central americans number 41 uh defeat the don't say gay bill now we all know that there was never a bill that was actually termed uh don't say gay no it's a hijacking of the language correct which is what the left excels at they excel at hijacking the language and this is why the pronoun wars this is why don't say gay if they can get it into the mainstream media and all of a sudden we're like what desantis has a has a don't say gay bill that's where this is coming from right well essentially what they want to fight against is the parents rights to be informed when your k through second grade child is taught sexual 
and uh, and gender fluid curriculum. That's it. All we're asking for is to get informed when the child is being taught this kind of stuff in school. And they're fighting against that. They do not want us to know when this kind of curriculum is showing up. Evil. It's evil. Kids. It is so evil. It is so scary. Uh, and you're right. They lie. Uh, move on to, you know, one of the next ones, of course, the Roe v. Wade. Do everything possible to uh, defend Roe v. Wade. Uh, so again, the uh, abortion stuff, there's a lot of stuff here. Eighth wave feminism in action for the third grader. LGBTQIA plus, plus, plus inclusive. Semicolon emoji. (laughs) You know, I, I'm laughing, but uh, honestly, I have three kids under the age of 10. And so this stuff is scary. And this is not just scary for, for parents who have kids in government schools. This is scary for parents who homeschool their kids and for parents who send their kids to great private schools, because at the end of the day, our kids are growing up in this culture, right? Who mm-hmm. are they going to hang out with? Who are gonna, mm-hmm. they going to work with? Who are they going to marry, right? We can't mm-hmm. just think about our own children. Who's your doctor going to be? I mean, honestly, you know, someone asked me why education. In fact, the very first uh, um, interview that I did as a candidate for the United States Congress last year was with a guy named Lars Larson. So he has a, a wildly popular radio show here and he's a he was a very successful voice for the conservative movement and he asked me he said why in the world would you make education part of your platform like education's fine education's not part of the federal government i'm like what are you sleeping under a rock somewhere education is at the forefront of everything that's happening in our government right now if you think for one second that the nea doesn't have its fingers in every legislator in uh, the policy that every legislator in the united states congress is looking at right now, then you don't understand what we're up against. But that's the truth. These people are everywhere. Their agenda is evil. They're literally harming our children. And the evidence is you have to be willfully ignorant at this point not to see it. Heidi, what you're saying is so true and so significant. The teachers' colleges, think about the impact that the teachers' colleges have. The teachers' unions, they work with the teachers' colleges. The teachers' colleges are left-wing indoctrination seminaries, right? And so- they, they teach the teachers how to become activists. They don't teach them a knowledge-based curriculum of what That's to right. teach at every single grade. They teach them how to teach children to be activists. And so yeah. wherever they go, if they go and relocate in Florida or in Tennessee or in Texas, if they, they take it with them, they take that with them. And so yep. people wonder, how is it possible that in Nashville or, or in Miami, this kind of garbage is being taught. Well, the answer is the teachers' seminaries, right? Mm-hmm. These teachers' seminaries are left-wing seminaries, and that's that's basically how they spread their ideological cancer. Yeah, and this these are tomorrow's teachers. And I, I always tell parents, you know, they say to me, "Why do you why do you care? Your kids are homeschooled." I care because these are tomorrow's lawmakers, tomorrow's judges, tomorrow's uh, teachers, tomorrow's medical professionals, tomorrow's ophthalmologists. If you thought it was bad. In 2020 and 2021 and 2022, when those of us who didn't want to get an experimental mRNA vaccine and we didn't want to wear the mask were shouted out, could not find a doctor to save our life. If you think it's bad now, wait till these young activists are released out into the general population and can't think for themselves, have no critical thinking skills, are going to go along with whatever the narrative is of the mainstream media. This is our future and we need to care about it. I hope you guys are enjoying my interview with Marissa Strait. This girl is on fire, and the reason that she's on fire is because we recognize that now is the time to stand up against the evil that is coming at us from an agenda that is hell-bent on targeting our children. 
And tomorrow, Marissa's going to come back with me again, and we're going to finish this conversation and tackle the topic of transgenderism and really talk to you guys in very plain language about what is happening with regard to our children and the medical community that has really fallen under the spell of wokeness and woke culture. So thank you guys for listening. For more information about my guest today, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, and I will have the show notes there. Also want to let you know that in just a couple of days, our newest study releases at Mom Strong International, and we are going to be talking about the irreplaceable value of mothers. If you know someone that needs to be encouraged in their role as a mother or a grandmother, this is a great study. You're not going to want to miss it. Sign up today. I teach live every Tuesday at momstronginternational.com. Thanks for listening today, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow for part two of my interview here at the intersection of faith and culture.